welcome to the Skin in the City podcast. The city may not be for everyone, but skin is. I'm Casey Boone. And I'm Haley Kerfis, and we're here to have some fun. After 15 years in the beauty industry, I know a few things about skin. Join me and my friends to learn all about skincare, being an esthetician, and what it takes to be in this industry. It seems more work than it's worth. It is more work than it's worth. So we're just standing here recording. (laughs) Holding our mics instead of sitting. I wish we had like a video of this. I feel like there's a hundred things a day we do every (laughs) single day where I'm like, I really wish we had like a camera crew. Right. We need a camera crew. But I'm also glad we don't. Also same. Anyway, happy Monday. Happy Monday, you guys. Welcome to Skin in the City. I'm Casey Boone. And I'm Haley Kerfis. And we have a special guest on today. We do. I'm so excited for this guest and for this awesome conversation. I feel Mm -hmm. like this isn't something that's typically talked about in our industry. No. And I think it's something that's so important. Yeah, I mean, in this industry and just in life in general. I mean, I had never thought about... A lot of the points Leola brings up in this conversation, and I think it's just going to be helpful to keep that in the back of your mind, just navigating life. Yes, navigating life in and out of your treatment room. Mm-hmm. We have our friend and esthetician, Leola Davis, on the podcast today. So a while back, I had asked you guys, like, pitch me. I want to bring some cool people onto the podcast, and mm-hmm. Leola was one of them. So we're going to be breaking down some, or hopefully breaking down some barriers today. I think her. so. I think, I think we so. are. Yeah. I We're talking everything. Well, at the end of the day, <laughs> I'm going to leave you with this, because I really want you to listen to this episode. It's all about what you put on your intake form. Mm. We're talking size inclusivity. Mm-hmm. We're talking race, gender, all, all of the things. Yeah. Right? Yeah. We cover it all. We cover it all. Mm-hmm. And this is just about taking a second and thinking before you say something and just being a little bit more conscious aware. and aware. Yeah. yeah. What of, a concept. I know. Of other people. And not making assumptions. Yes. Yeah. I, no more assumptions. Mm-hmm. I hope this episode brings you value. I know it brought me value. I feel like I learned a lot from Leola. Same. And I'm excited to, you know, use these things in my personal life and in my practice. I'm excited. I feel educated. I'm ready to go. And And she's a doll. She's such a doll. Yeah. So we hope you love this. Thank you for listening and have a great Monday. Yeah, it came it's up with the name. name. And then we were like, we have to use it for yeah. something. It was originally going to be for like a blog post. I'm like, uh-huh. no, that's too good of a name. Like, we have to save it for something. So we obviously have to create a magazine and <laughs> podcast just because we like the name. Because we don't have enough things going on. No, I mean, how else would you do it? I know, right? Are yeah. you both Virgos? No. no. Is that you a guys, Virgo thing? I don't know. You guys are always like We're, doing the most oh, in the best yeah. way so i'm like you guys are just like very motivated and like coming up with like cool yeah creative well, thank you things. yeah thank you yeah yeah haley's uh, wait what are you you're cancer cancer, cancer. Mm-hmm. i'm okay. aquarius yeah i remember yeah asking, what know. are you i'm a gemini you are i'm the last day of gemini so like so I'm are you on like the on the cusp cusp and i lean more to the cancer side because mm. i have like cancer mars moon okay oh, rising wow. all that crap yeah. so yeah. like i never really vibed with gemini okay but 
it's it's like you don't identify as much with gemini yeah see i'm like full-blown aquarius like i'm i think i'm like a a moon rising aquarius yeah yeah, i'm like my mom's an aquarius and my niece is an aquarius oh really yeah Yeah. i've got lots of aquarius oh you do so you like us yeah, No, I mean, we can be a lot. We can be a lot. Or maybe that's just me. I don't know. I yeah. asked when I came here the first time, I was like, are you a Sagittarius? Yeah. Because Sagittarius are like always like they're super spontaneous, uh-huh. always on the go. Uh-huh. And every time I'm watching you, you're like, well, we're moving. Here, we're doing yeah. this. Here like, I am again. Oh like, or I'm just crazy. Not sure. I feel like I've just been in this, like, moment in my life where I'm just, like, leveling up everything. Yeah. Like, I was, like, leveling up the office. Like, Brian and I just bought a new house. Yeah. I was like, I feel like I'm just setting myself up for, like, my next chapter in life. And it's good because you're really good at execution. Oh, thank you. Like... Even with your new house, like, I couldn't tell that you weren't in your new house for a while. And then when you were, I was like, oh, like, and haven't you already been there? Because it looks, like, so set up already. Like, so, I same in here. Yeah. I'm like, if it was me, it would take, like, a million years to, like, get something <laughs> together. I just, I don't do well with, like, clutter. Like, mm-hmm. this, I'm like, uh, anxiety. I know, I know. It's like, I just know who I am now. Yeah. I'm, like, a creative person. So, it's like, when, like, stuff, I need it to feel a certain way that's really good i just know myself yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. i know i'm crazy so yeah but Love, thank you embrace it I'm, uh, <laughs> we I, you know i do absolutely yes. you know i do i'm like this is me take it or leave it um uh, well welcome. welcome thank you podcast. welcome to skin Yay. in the city i'm so happy to be on the show with you guys I'm so excited to have you here since this is skin in the city i have to know what city are you from I was born in Indianapolis, Indiana, okay. but I grew up in San Diego, California. Okay. Yeah. Uh, San Diego, I don't know how you feel about San Diego, but I love San Diego. I feel like when I go there, like, I feel like all of my stress, like, uh, melts away. It's just, like, a different vibe. I don't know yeah. how you feel, like, living there. I feel that way now, okay. but growing up there, I hated it for some you reason. Really? I don't know why. Yeah. I was just like, I can't wait to leave. Like, I was from a small town or something. I was like, the second I graduate high school, I'm out of here. <laughs> and so I literally left, like, a week after I graduated high school. Yeah. But now when I go back, I'm like, oh, it's so beautiful. It's so lovely. Yeah, it's like, beautiful. Best so, weather. you know, I was just a really angsty teen and wanting to. And then who I moved to Missouri. Missouri. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I did the same thing as Kaylee. It's like, you know, we grew up like 30 minutes outside of L.A. And it's like, uh-huh. I can't wait to get out of here and live in Hollywood. It's like, <laughs> ew. Yeah, again, I know. And then I, you go to Hollywood like, and you're ugh. like, I don't want to live here. <laughs> so did you go from San Diego to L.A.? No, I I went from San Diego to Columbia, Missouri, which is oh, a small sense. college town. Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> oh, okay. I know, and then I got there, and people are like, so you came from San Diego to middle of Missouri. Mm, and I was yes. like, yeah, it's great. <laughs> You're like, I love it. I, yeah, And I, then I lived in Missouri for 10 years. Oh, you and, did? Oh my yeah, okay. I loved it. I, I miss Missouri all the time, so... Yeah, do you go back and visit? I have been back to visit. It's been a couple years, but I have lots of close family friends there. I am a huge. If you can tell by my tattoos, I I have a lot of mushroom tattoos. I'm a huge mycology fan, and so I got really into that when I was in Missouri because it's a very abundant mushroom state. Is mycology the study of uh, mushrooms? Yeah, it's the study of mushrooms of everything mushrooms. Yeah, and I just like 
became obsessed and it's all I spent my time on in Missouri, really. And I was like, I'm going to be a mycologist. And then I learned that you had to go to school and like take a lot of math and I'm horrible at math. And so I was like, okay, never mind. (laughs) Never mind. But I still love mushrooms. But I still love mushrooms. Like, so yeah. So I lived there until I was 30. And then I moved to Seattle and I lived in Seattle for three years. And then I moved to Los Angeles in 2018. Nice. Okay. okay, so you haven't been here that No, long. no. I'm still kind of new. You I are. feel really new because of COVID and uh, quarantine and everything uh, was shut down. So I feel like I didn't really get to experience any of the city that much. Like, yeah, you missed like a whole year, year yeah, and a half. Yeah, Sorry. so I still feel very new. <laughs> you're kind of new-ish. Yeah. 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 But I love that you're into the whole mushroom thing, which to me kind of makes sense maybe why you kind of focused on skincare I don't know if that Mm -hmm. makes any sense because I know for myself like when I was a kid I was really into dinosaurs and Uh I wanted to be a paleontologist so I think estheticians we have we're just I guess we're naturally curious yes and also maybe drawn to nature Drawn to nature, easily fascinated by things. Mm, Like, I love when anyone is an expert in something, Mm -hmm. especially if it's something nerdy. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, mushrooms, like, everything blows my mind about (laughs) mushrooms. And then when Mm. I started learning about skin, I was just like, oh, my God. Like, I had no idea. It seems so just like, like, I was like, that mushroom seems so simple. But there's this Mm. really, like, in-depth, like, whole I don't know. Like it's, it's, they're it's complex. complex. They're yeah, complex. they're so complex. And the same with skin. Like everybody's so like, complex. oh, it's just your skin. And I'm like, well, actually, no, 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 no. no. Yeah. You know. So like, right. I feel like it makes sense. It's, yeah, it does, right? <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm just putting two. To, I think no, I put. I, like that. I, yeah. I think it makes sense. Yeah, it, yeah. Does. it makes it sense does. to me. It sounds Perfect. like it makes sense to you. Also, just one more thing on the mushrooms. I, it sounds like you were interested in before they really like hit the scene. I feel like mm-hmm. mushrooms in the past couple years have like blown up. Really blown up. Yeah. So you had the curve. Yes. I was that person years and years ago on my hands and knees, like crawling through the forest, looking and harvesting mushrooms and stuff. And people are like, you're so weird. Like, what are you doing? And now they're like, oh, check out my like chaga tea. Right. They're like, me too now with the mushrooms. (laughs) Right. The same with like being gluten free. I've been gluten free for like almost 10 years now Mm. and before there was anything gluten-free ever and also gluten-free in like the middle of missouri and now it's like you can't go anywhere without like finding something gluten-free which i'm very very thankful for but it's it's just funny because people are like gluten-free what the heck is that right yeah 10 years ago right (laughs) who knew just funny what a little education Mm -hmm. can do absolutely and i think that's why you're here today absolutely yeah that's exactly why you're here (laughs) that is is. exactly why i'm here I think I posted on Instagram. I was like, pitch me, guys. Like, Mm -hmm. pitch me. I want cool people talking about interesting things on this podcast, right? Mm -hmm. I have my information. Great. But I want to bring other people in who have different ideas, different perspectives, and can educate us on so many different things in this industry, Mm -hmm. right? We could talk about skin care all day long right Mm -hmm. and ingredients and all these things (laughs) and we need to know all of that to be an esthetician Uh but there's so many other factors that a lot of us don't think about especially Mm -hmm. if we decide we're gonna go solo if we're gonna go out on our own I think the things that we're going to talk about today, you need to think about whether you're working for someone else or not, but I think they're super important once you do decide to go out on your own. Mm, Because if you're working for someone else, 
you can't control the entire business, but maybe mm-hmm. you could have some influence. Mm-hmm. Come to your boss, go, hey, mm-hmm. we need to change this, this, and that. Hopefully you have a boss that's receptive yeah. about the things that we're talking about today. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know for myself, I have learned a lot of these things, like, just, like, naturally. Mm-hmm. For example, <laughs> what we're going to get into, <laughs> that you also mention in the summer issue of uh-huh. Skin in the City. So if you guys haven't read the magazine, go read it. But I'm going to read the title because okay. I love the title that you you titled this. Accessibility, Self-Acceptance, and Expression in and Out of the Treatment Room. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. So the first thing that you're talking about is having spa robes and treatment beds that are fat-friendly. And yes. I know for me... I once I was working on my own and I had some heavier clients, Mm -hmm. I literally went out and got a bigger bed because I had like a couple clients. I was like, oh, my God, I don't want them to be embarrassed. Yeah, I don't Mm. want them to be able to not get on the bed. And I also didn't want to feel like the bed was going to break. Like what exactly devastating experience for them. Exactly. And like so when I started getting into skincare and realizing that I wanted to be an esthetician and to work on my own, Mm -hmm. I started asking my friends who had never had facials before, never gotten massages or anything or really hesitant about stuff. And I'm like, how come you haven't done this? Like, Mm -hmm. why does this industry feel unwelcoming or inaccessible to you? And a lot of my fat friends were like, because the bed's, I'm afraid I'm going to break the bed. Or my friend was like, when I get on the bed, half of my body hangs off. Or the robe doesn't fit around my body. And those are just things that, like, you go somewhere and you don't want to have... Like, you're going somewhere to feel good. Exactly. To be appreciated, to take care of yourself as a form of self-care. You don't want to get there and be like, wow, this isn't even accommodating to me. Yeah, Mm -hmm. And these are things that are very easily to accommodate, you know? So one of the, like, major things, I'm like, get a bigger bed. Like, you want to have a bed that's nice and comfortable to Mm -hmm. begin with. Of course. That anyone can fit on. There's even, you can buy extenders for Mm -hmm. beds. And so that's just, like, a number one. And I always ask people in my customer or my client intake form, I say, do you want your decolletage done? Mm. Because some people don't feel comfortable feel comfortable being touched below the neck. Right. And so I think that's another really important thing to ask. Yeah. And so I always ask that beforehand. And if they do, I want to provide them with a robe that they can adjust or fit like have multiple sizes like i want everyone to feel like they are thought of like at the forefront and not like not the right yeah why am i an afterthought it should never be your clients exactly right Mm -hmm. your client should never feel like that and what simple things Mm -hmm. get some spa robes that fit all Mm -hmm. sizes you know and get a treatment bed that's going to support all sizes you know and again i think at the end of the day what you're saying is like just have like clear communication definitely clear communication is key like and i think a lot of people are afraid to ask yeah and it's like don't be afraid to ask like your your client will be happy that you are taking the time to learn more about them and to make sure that there are accommodations for them. Right. Mm. Right. And I think a lot of people, like like you're saying, they're afraid to ask. 
can you give us any tips or suggestions, like a way to approach this subject? Because mm-hmm. I think so many people are, they're like, where, where do I even start? Yeah, how do you mm-hmm. word it? How, right. How do you word it? Or is this something as an esthetician, as a business owner, mm-hmm. should you kind of should be taking that responsibility that like, yeah, you might feel uncomfortable, but just think how uncomfortable your client feels. But if you make them feel good, then you have a client for life. Yeah. You have to kind of step out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. You have to step out of your comfort zone because your client is stepping out of their comfort yes. zone. I love you know? that. And it's like if they feel good, they're going to tell their other friends and the word is going to spread. And yeah, you're going to have someone who feels comfortable with you. And some of these people have never been able to feel comfortable in a space like this before. Right. So even if like you could put it on your form or ask beforehand, like, what size robe do you need? Do you need a larger robe? Mm. Like, yeah, you know, that's just very easy. Like, these are my sizes of my robes. Select which one you need. Right. Mm-hmm. It's so simple. Takes it off. So it's already there. So they don't have to be like, actually, this is too small. Can you give me a new one? You know, right. it's like, this is there. Yeah. And I just think like, regardless, people should just buy a bigger bed. Like, You're right. honestly, yeah. it yes. can't be like, too big. Like, when it have can't you ever be too big. Bed, and you're like, oh my gosh, this yeah. bed is way too big. <laughs> yeah, and if you look, when I was researching beds, like, I just looked at the capacity for the hold size, mm-hmm. and a lot of beds were only, like, three or four, three right? or four, and I was like, that's not very much at all. And so I went and found a bed that can hold, like, 650 to 700. That's and wow. I paid... A little bit extra, but it's worth it in the long run. Yeah. And it's so comfortable and so nice. I was saying, so. then you have like a sturdier bed. You have yeah. a higher quality bed. Mm-hmm. It's better for everyone. Right? It's better for everyone, yeah. truly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Who's going to say, oh, I don't want this bed to be bigger? You know? Yeah. It, exactly. It can be too small, but it can mm-hmm. be too big. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've come across so many things. People too tall. I've had people hanging mm-hmm. off the bed. And then, like, me as an esthetician, I'm like, oh, my God, I feel so awful. That, like, you don't fit on here. So yeah. I love that you're you were saying extenders as well. Yeah. Like, I've never mm-hmm. even thought about that. Yeah. Right? My friend is really tall. He's like... 62 and he's very broad and mm. wide and he's fat and he's like I had a massage therapist who I got on the bed and like hanging the sides off of my body were hanging <laughs> off and he was like hold on and brought out these extenders yeah and put it on and he was like it's literally changed my life like That's it made amazing. me so much more comfortable so it's like companies are aware of these issues yeah. and like size adjustments so if you just like push a little further and look into it there's a way if there's yeah. a will there's a way right yeah. you know? do, your, do your research right absolutely do your research can you share where you found that bed yes i found that bed on Earthlight. Earthlight. earth light earth Earthlight massage beds, okay. and I can't remember the specific name of it, but maybe we can like link it. Yeah, we'll link, we'll yeah. link it. We'll find it and we'll mm-hmm. link it in the show notes for you guys. Yeah. So if you're interested, and mm-hmm. is it just like a massage bed? Is it one that you can like fold up and break down? Like what what kind of yeah, bed? Yeah, you it? can fold it up. Yeah, and it, you can travel with it. Great. Mm-hmm. It's not that. too heavy, and it has like a head, and it has like a really nice storage case. Right. And mm, it's so, it's a nice bed I've ever had. Amazing. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Amazing. And yeah. And then the spa wraps, like what mm-hmm. a simple thing. And right? I love what you're saying about ask about like the decollete, because mm-hmm. I never even thought about no. that. Like, yeah, 
I typically treat the face, neck, and decollete. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm at a point in my career where I'm not seeing any new clients and I'm yeah. very comfortable. But like, I think that's really important. Maybe mm-hmm. they don't want their shoulders or their neck or yeah. their chest mm-hmm. touched. Like, you just don't know. So again, yeah. I think the more communication, the better mm-hmm. is what you're saying. Yeah, the more communication, the better. And there are a lot of people out there who are touch sensitive in certain areas yeah. or who aren't comfortable with their chest or maybe who have scars or something, which is like something I want to get into yeah. Yeah, that's further. Nice. And so it's just like always really important instead of assuming that mm-hmm. somebody is going to do something or want something, mm-hmm. just ask beforehand. Yeah. And no, never assume you guys yeah. never assume when it comes to really anything, anything mm-hmm. you, you just, you can't, yeah, you can't. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If they're booking a facial, they probably want you to touch the face, okay? But beyond Hopefully, that, yeah. you still need to ask, right? Mm-hmm. And that's where yeah. the intake form comes in. You know, what Very size spa wrap do yeah. you need? Let's take a quick commercial break to talk about spa and equipment. You guys are always asking me where my favorite tools, where my favorite machines, where my favorite equipment is from, and a lot of the times I'm going to tell you Spawn Equipment, also known as Skin Act. That's where my favorite steamer is from. I just got a new cabinet with drawers that even has a lock that I'm obsessed with. I use their esthetician chair and their magnifying lamp. So if you're looking for any of those things, plus massage beds and a ton of other equipment, you're going to go to spaandequipment.com and you're going to use my code KCKASEY for 5% off. Again, you're going to go to spaandequipment.com and use code KASEY for 5% off your order. Enjoy. Okay, let's get into this. You also write in the article that, you know, never comment Mm -hmm. on people's size, Mm -hmm. scars. What Mm -hmm. else did you mention? Body hair. Body hair. Yeah. Anything that's like none of your business, don't (laughs) comment on it. Right. I mean, to me, okay, first thing that comes (laughs) to my mind as a woman is, you know, you're walking down the street and someone assumes that you're pregnant. Mm -hmm. Like that is such a no-no and that has happened to me and that has literally like killed my soul. Yes. And I've had to like learn ways to like recover from that. Yeah. So I know personally, like you you just you can't yeah it's like i remember there's this one client i'll give you guys one little story this beautiful girl she had this like amazing like blue eyeshadow on but she had a mustache and a lot of estheticians would go oh like do you want me to just like wax like your mustache Mm -hmm. right but in my mind i was like well maybe maybe she she wants wants it maybe she likes it yeah so i didn't say anything Mm -hmm. you know so i think that's just like an example like Mm -hmm. you got to be careful like where you go into like nail salons and like oh well let's wax your mustache and your eyes like hold on i I like my brows you know it's like that's my my best feature like (laughs) excuse me yeah Yeah. (laughs) just assumptions like well if she has eyeshadow she must not want the mustache like exactly we need to start getting rid of those stigmas yeah assumptions and so i'm gonna be like my friend this a lot because i asked a lot of my friends and my friend she went in and got a facial and she said the esthetician just was asking her when she was younger she was a self-harmer and so she has a lot of scars on her arms that she's very self-conscious about and the esthetician just kept asking her and kept like uh, kind of like like digging yeah digging and she was like it made me so uncomfortable because I didn't want to talk about it 
I thought I was in a place where I wouldn't have to like hide my arms, yeah. you know. And so it's just like you have to be just really respectful and mindful of people's bodies. And unless they bring it up to you or ask you about it, don't comment on it unless it looks like cancer. Like, you know, <laughs> right. But like, right. if or it like, doesn't, yeah, like, <laughs> if they're oozing on yeah. the table, then say, hey, like, maybe yeah. go to the doctor. Yeah. You know, but yeah, even that, you have to be careful. Yeah. And I think, you know, our clients are in such a vulnerable environment. You know, yeah. they're getting naked, they're yeah. laying down on a bed, they're taking mm-hmm. all their clothes off. So we need to be mindful as estheticians that, like, and let them know that this is a safe space. Yeah. And I think the more that you can do that, yeah. I think the better of a clientele you could potentially have. And there's this whole yeah. other there's so many other people you can tap into that you're mm-hmm. not thinking about, mm-hmm. right? Exactly, exactly. And so, yeah, I think, like you just said, like just be, just be mindful, be respectful. Don't comment on somebody's armpit. Like I have hairy armpits, and like I've had people be like, "Whoa," you know, and I'm like, "Whatever." Like it's my body. Like I don't have to shave if I don't want to. And not. you know, I'm. I just think it's. It's simple things like that where it, it may not seem like a big deal to you. And like we're in an industry where there's lots of hair removal, there's lots oh. of makeup, all these like body alterations and stuff. But just because we are in that doesn't mean that everybody wants to be doing mm-hmm. that. So we right. just cannot assume or make comments about people's bodies, which seems Enough like, said. It's yeah, like, why do we period even that? But you do. <laughs> yeah. And to play devil's advocate, I don't. And this isn't to make excuses, and I don't think this is this is for everybody, but you know that there's people out there that probably falls out of their mouth before they've even thought about it. So right. I think what you're saying is, like, take a beat yeah. and, like, think about it before you, like, point your finger, like, yeah. why do you have hair? Yeah. It's <laughs> Which is your, literally how like, it comes out. Right, right. <laughs> right. And they're, like, pointing, right? Like, you're yeah. a kid. And it's, like, it's none of your business. Yeah. It really is not. Yeah. You know, why are you... But people just, they don't mean to, like, point no. out things. Yeah. Like, I have a big scar on my arm. It's the same thing. It's like, what is that? Yeah. What happened? And you know, if you are <laughs> curious about something, you could be like, hey, do you mind if I ask you about this? Okay. Mm. And if you do that, you have to be open to the person saying, no, no, <laughs> like, yeah. I don't want to talk about it. Yeah. And that and then moving on. Yeah. Right. You know, don't dwell on it. Don't yeah. Right. Okay. So I have a question. So what mm-hmm. if something does fall out of your mouth? Like he's saying like, oh, crap, I just said whatever about your mustache. Like, how do you come back from that? Do you have any tips on that? I would just be like, oh, my bad. Yeah. Like, okay. sorry, I was Call out of out. line there. Call yeah. it out. Say, yeah. I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. I didn't mean to make you yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. Perfect. Say, yeah. 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 Absolutely. Like, if somebody's like, actually, that makes me uncomfortable or that sucked, you can just be like, I'm really sorry. Like, yeah. no need to get defensive. Somebody calling you out on something doesn't always have to trigger a defense mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. you. You know, a lot of times when people call someone out, it's coming from a place of care and wanting you to like learn and do better. So not every call out is an attack. No. And so I think that's really important yes. to remember. Don't take it as an mm-hmm. attack yeah. before you just jump the gun and get defensive. Mm-hmm. Right. I think at the end of the day, we need to just make sure we're always putting ourselves in the other person's shoes. Right. Mm-hmm. How would how would they how would I feel if you're pointing at me and going, why do you look like this or why that? Yeah, because if you really think about it, I'm sure 
most of us have had something like that in our life. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So can we be more understanding and sensitive. Yeah. And that kind of leads into if you misgender someone yeah. like and immediate, you don't have to make a huge scene about it. Just be like, I'm really sorry. Right. Yeah. Correct yourself. Move on. Okay. Is that something you think that if you misgender someone that they'll tell you like, excuse me, you you use the wrong pronoun or how? It do depends you know? on the person. Okay. Some people, I think, will correct you. Okay. Some people, it might really kind of throw them off, and mm. or they might be too nervous or too afraid to correct you, okay. or embarrassed, you mm. know. But if you know that you mistook someone's gender. Just change it. Like, I'm sorry. Moving on. Like, you know, it's calling it just calling it out and not causing a bigger scene. Mm -hmm. So what are some easy ways that we can avoid that and also respect people? I know you were saying, like, put that like on your intake. Yeah. So the very first question on my intake form is what are your pronouns? Mm -hmm. Not what are your preferred pronouns because they're not preferred. It's just what are your pronouns? Mm -hmm. Right. Yes. Right. Because that's class. That's yeah. Yeah, saying it's like your opinion. Yes, right? okay. yes, it's like no, my pronouns are. <laughs> yes, you know, and yeah. so that is very. That's the first thing. Get it out of the way, and that makes people feel really, really comfortable. I worked somewhere where on their intake form it just said male or female, right? And I have clients who are non-binary who are unsure who you know okay rather not answer mm-hmm. and so just to not have male or female because that just cuts it alienates so many people mm-hmm. so just saying what are your pronouns and that's instead it. of saying like even male male female or other right we don't want yeah. that either yeah you alien. don't want to other yeah, 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 yeah just yeah. like yeah. leave it open for someone to say and like I personally argue that when it comes to facial care, it doesn't matter. Yes. Let's talk about about this because we talked about this the first time around Mm -hmm. when we were talking and I used to struggle with this when I had a menu. And I think Mm -hmm. I would even talk to you about this. Yeah, we did. People would call, well, do you have a gentleman's facial, facial. a male facial? And in my head, I'm thinking... (laughs) All the face, everybody has skin. Yeah, does this I don't man care. Have a face? Yeah, does yes. a man have a face? But for whatever reason, we want to put everybody in a box. Yes. Right? And it's yes. just, you can't do that with mm-hmm. skincare. It's more about lifestyle, what mm-hmm. you're eating, what you're putting on your face. Exactly. Like, of course, if you have facial hair, mm-hmm. I'm going to treat you differently. I'm yes. also going to treat you differently if you're oily. If exactly. You're dry, right? It, yes. So, like, so it doesn't, like, male or female doesn't matter. No. Like, and I think that. This is just created for capitalism to sell products. Mm. Of course you know? it is. And so, like, that's what that is there. But it, like, whew, it really burns my toast when people <laughs> are like, men need facials, too. Mm. Like, I saw this thing where this provider was like, Brotox. And I was like, no, it's Botox. <laughs> like, if they want Botox, then they have to deal with it being called Botox. Like, right. it's no different, you know? And it's like, people who are women have beards, have facial hair, yeah. have whatever. People 
it's like the, it just well you're treating the individual you're not you're treating tr- the you're not treating their gender their gender you're not treating yeah. their gender you're <laughs> you know? treating the individual yeah whatever, and so you know whatever so just, skin they have yeah i'm like take that out mm-hmm. completely yeah And then just, you know, go from there. Like, I try to ask in the intake form, like, a lot of questions to get to know the person. or And also when they get there, to get to know them. And figure out how you're going to treat their skin. Like, it shouldn't matter if they're a man or a woman or, like, what products they need to use based on their man or woman, you know, like, yeah, I mean, those at the end of the day, that is all marketing. You guys. It's all marketing. I'm like like I double eye roll, you know, I'm like, Oh, this is a men's skincare line. Oh, because yeah. it has like a because black it, packaging. Black. I, know. Yeah. I like black, you know, I know. So, right. I want yeah. this one. So that yeah. just like really makes me bonkers also. And I'm also just like, stop treating men like babies. Like they, <laughs> okay. like men, <laughs> like that is, it's like, they can wash their face. They know how to wash their face. They're brilliant men estheticians. There like, are not all men only for this situation <laughs> here, <laughs> you know? So yeah, just cut that out. Cut it out. In okay, my I like that. And I, what I feel like we keep coming back to is that intake form, mm-hmm. right? If yes. you have the intake form, that's it's like, magical. It's not magical. It's magical, and that's saving you, you so many yeah. potential mishaps, mistakes. Yeah. mistakes. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah, and you're just you're just laying it all out, and mm-hmm. they will let you know, and mm-hmm. then you go from there. Mm-hmm. So I think if you don't have an intake form, get one. Go get one, <laughs> and and if you can't find one that you like, just create your own. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. We need to know their name. Now yeah. we're going to ask them their pronouns. Mm-hmm. Do they have size preference with their spa wrap? Yeah. You know? Another thing that it's like, this one's give or take. I know people who are scent sensitive. Mm. So you could be like, would you like your treatment to be scent free? Mm. Well, genius i think that's so important yeah one of my questions i always ask is if you have skin allergies and Mm -hmm. lots of times then you know they're telling me other allergic to aromatherapy or essential oils but i like that you're taking it a step further yeah do you want scent free yeah or do you want all of the aromatherapy yeah or do you want yeah because sometimes people are like actually i want essential oils and everything you know like i want it all and so it's like you are really customizing this treatment this whole experience to this person and you aren't leaving anyone out like another really really important thing that i think people need to address for their treatment rooms is accessibility for disabled people Mm -hmm. yeah you need to say if there are stairs Mm -hmm. how many Mm -hmm. is there an elevator can their wheelchair fit through the door yeah Mm -hmm. You know, these are very important things which people don't realize. And it is a hassle for people to reach out and ask these things sometimes. Or they, it's like a lot of people feel afraid to ask because they don't want to be like, oh, sorry. Right. They feel like they're putting the business out or putting the person out. And instead, if you're just sharing all the information up front. It just share it up front. Yeah. Because it's like, okay, like my building, for example, there's an elevator in the front. Okay. And in the back, there are three flights of stairs. So I put 
three flights of stairs. There's 11 steps on each one. So people know ahead of time. They're like, mm-hmm. okay, I will need assistance to get yeah. up the stairs yeah. or I will need this. It, it just like makes everything easier yeah. for right. the person. It takes so many things that they are always carrying out mm. of their hands. It's right. like you are helping them in so many different ways. Yeah. yeah. Is, so, that, is that something that you're just posting like on your website? So it's just like, yeah, I put that on my booking page. Okay. And when, after they book, they get an email that has all of that info as Great. well. Great. Okay. Mm-hmm. So you're covering all your bases everywhere, which really, again, like you should be the clearer the communication, mm-hmm. the better. I talk mm-hmm. about this all the time. And so this is just another it's automated in your email, and then you mm-hmm. you set it up once, and you never have to think about it again, right? Yeah. We're, we're wheelchair accessible, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Done. Yeah. I also keep my bed is a little high, mm-hmm. so I keep a little stool yep. under my bed yep. in case mm-hmm. anybody needs help getting yeah. up into the bed. Yeah. Another very simple thing. It's like, these are things that I just wish I want to, like... <laughs> teach workshops on this or something because i'm just like yeah i'm like these are just little things that are like no biggie to you but mean so much to other people absolutely yeah they're everything and again you're tapping in to like a whole other market of people Mm -hmm. that not only want these services but they need them Mm -hmm. right they need this self-care just as much as any other person Mm -hmm. you know yeah it's like absolutely you know we we all have our things yeah yeah And I am just thinking, you know, I didn't get facials. I had my first facial in 2019. Really? Yes. And I never took care of my skin besides the occasional mask. Like I'd be like, oh, ladies night, let's wear a mask or something. (laughs) And I never wore sunscreen Mm -hmm. because growing up there was like, oh, you're black. You don't have to wear sunscreen. And so I moved to Los Angeles and I was like, I want to get a facial like that sounds fun and so I actually got my first facial from Celeste Rodriguez oh, I love Celeste. and I was so scared because I was like is this person going to know how to mm-hmm. treat dark skin mm-hmm. oh, you know yeah. like what is that going to be like mm-hmm. and of course she did she's amazing but I think that's also another thing when we talk about accessibility and inclusion mm-hmm. is I've heard a lot of people with dark skin be like I haven't gone to an esthetician because I'm afraid they don't know how to deal with my skin or I've been told specifically they don't know how to deal with my skin. Mm. Treatment for dark skin is not taught in aesthetic school, which is a huge shame. And so I think that is something else. There are so many great courses out there. I took a course by this esthetician. Her name is Ask Alish Uh on Instagram and she does amazing like 101 pigmentation she has all these courses on how to do dark skin i have dark skin but i still took this course like i think it's just you still need to learn exactly i think it's very important for estheticians to go out of their way to learn how to treat different skin tones different body types all of that stuff Mm -hmm. and so i think it's really important and that was like a big i got really lucky with going to celeste because she was very knowledgeable, knowledgeable, but I know a lot of people who've been burned by estheticians yeah. with peels, like yeah. who just have had bad experiences. Yeah. And How it's like, it's so traumatizing. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I know there is that setback in school, but that shouldn't be an excuse. Like, we all know that 
education extends beyond way, aesthetic school. Like if you've gone to esthetician school, you know that know. it extends beyond. Or if you're in school, know yeah. that it goes way beyond. Way like, beyond. School is like the smallest baseline, mm-hmm. like ba- barely baseline. It's really, yeah. I feel like in my opinion, the education starts after school. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And I didn't really know that. And so I went in being like, yeah. ooh, they're going to teach me everything. And then I was like, Mm-mm. ooh, okay. <laughs> they're going to teach you and very yeah. little. But you know what? Education outside of school is so fun and so cool. And there are so many people out there with like tons of knowledge to share. Yeah. You, ju- yeah. you just have to work, you know, if it's important to you, which it should be, mm-hmm. put a little extra energy into it and go search it. Like, mm-hmm. you know. So absolutely. Yeah. You said ask Alicia is doing a, could do yeah. a whole, she has like courses. She has courses online? that you can take and get certified Amazing. and they're great. really great and really informative. Yeah. So I highly recommend. Amazing. Mm-hmm. And I love that. Okay. So you got your first facial <laughs> in 2019. <laughs> yes. So when did you, yeah. When did you, you actually get licensed? Shortly after. So I had my first facial and I was like, this is amazing. I love it. Like the treatment room was beautiful. The whole experience was great. And, you know, when your esthetician tells you, you know, keep coming back like yeah. once a month or whatever, I actually did it because I, <laughs> yes, I listened because <laughs> I was like, this point. was amazing. And so I kept coming back and I still, the only time I didn't go once a month was during shutdown. Mm. Right. And I saw my skin transform. Mm. Like I had so much hyperpigmentation so much texture like Mm. all this stuff not do you think from not protecting your skin from not protecting my skin from not wearing sunscreen from just being like sleeping in makeup doing you know all of that (laughs) and so i got i was just so impressed that i was like i want to To do do this yeah this is incredible and i started looking into schools and i just did it i was like okay and i i felt i'm 36 Mm -hmm. and i felt nervous because I was like oh I'm older like I'm so afraid to go to school You're like good, huh? you know and then I did and there were people older than me yeah there. and I was like Shh, whatever and <laughs> it was just it was so fun and so amazing and I just became like ever since that first facial I've just become addicted to, to skincare. yeah to skincare yeah and that was it the rest is history the rest mm. is history I was like where have I been like what have I been doing this is so cool and so fun well, it sounds like it fell into your lap at the perfect time. It and did. Shout out yeah. to Celeste for transforming your skin. Yeah, yeah. she's the best. Comfortable. Yeah, right. And making what me feel great, comfortable. Like, first experience for yeah. you. Yeah. What if mm-hmm. you had a bad experience? Totally yeah. Turned off. You might not be an esthetician now, right? Exactly. I also was really nervous because I'm like I'm such a weirdo. Like I, <laughs> I, I'm like I look different from a lot of people. For you folks who don't know what I look like, I have shaved head tattoos. Like dreadlocks like you know i was just like very nervous uh-huh. and celeste had did not and has never made me feel right she didn't di- give you like a weird yeah, look yeah, or, yeah yeah or like what are you doing here yeah, getting right, a facial right. you know she was just like oh cool you like blah, blah blah yeah mm-hmm. and so that's what people want to feel yes. you know they want to feel like they belong period period no matter what mm-hmm. no matter what and i think that is important especially because so many estheticians are out here calling themselves healers but then have Mm. like really Mm. negative like (laughs) have really negative energy or are like people aren't feeling welcomed or safe or supported there and so it's like you can't be a healer if you aren't 
welcoming and supporting and appreciating yeah, and you respecting. Yeah, you can't like, say you're a healer and then be judging everybody. Yeah. And, yeah. It don't work like that. <laughs> no, it does yeah. not. No, it does not. But how cool. Yeah. Well, we're so glad that you're an esthetician. We're Me too. so glad that you shared this information. Is there anything else you want to share? I feel like we covered so many great things. Yeah. Right? We're talking about, you know, the intake size oh. and what were we going to say in the intake form and in, yeah at the end of the day you guys i really feel like <laughs> intake form yes right? we add all these things there's no reason that you can't ask these yeah. very simple straight to the point questions mm-hmm. and that is going to set up your business yeah for success and yeah clients for success right i feel like we as estheticians we are caretakers we want to take Mm -hmm. care of people we want them to feel good Mm -hmm. and we want to you know heal them we want to we're we're nurturers so start it from the beginning before you've even met right be clear on the website Mm -hmm. and be clear on your absolutely and i know that before i was an esthetician like i looked up to so many of you guys mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. i followed your pages and i was like wow they're so cool they know all this stuff Aww. and like look at this look at that you know so it's like your clients are looking up to you yeah they're looking to you for advice for kind of like it sounds cheesy but like role models like yes for things to buy like and so another thing that i feel like i spend a lot of time talking about on my page is fat phobia in the aesthetic community and in the beauty industry Because, like, I see a lot of estheticians being like, oh, my diet is just coffee and nothing else. Hee hee. Or like, yes, I saw you post it. And I'm like, enough with the glamorization of starving yourself. You guys know I talk about this on my podcast. Number one, I have struggled with my weight Mm -hmm. most of my adult life. Mm -hmm. More just in my head than anything. And also the, the glamorization of, like, killing ourselves yes. seeing eight to ten clients a day and not taking care of ourselves yeah. that is the opposite of what we should be doing mm-hmm. yeah it's and it's cute. like also glorifying like eating disorders yes. and mm-hmm. stuff like that yes. and just like when people constantly talk about weight loss and i think health and diet are obviously very important parts of the of skincare course, routine but it's not not your routine of like your skin journey but it's not the end all be all. Mm. And to think that people who are fat or heavier are unhealthy or who aren't taking care of themselves or don't have healthy diets is just really wrong and stupid. Right. And I think we should just be really mindful with how we talk about food and how we talk about our habits. Yeah. Yeah. Because people are seeing that and, you know, somebody's really looking up to someone and they're like, oh, I feel horrible, or I can't go to see them because they probably think I'm blah, blah, blah. Right. You know? They're so going to judge like, me because yes. I have a role Yeah, you know, there. so it's like, let's cut that out. Right. Let's stop glorifying not eating, not yeah. working ourselves into the ground uh, and only living off of coffee. Like, no. that's just... It's not, it's not cute in 2021, you guys. It's not. It's not, and it's not going to give you longevity in your career as a statistician let me tell yeah. you because i tried it okay and then i go home and binge eat yeah and then i'm gaining weight then yeah. i'm depressed then i'm unhappy and then at the end of the day i'm not treating my clients yes the way that i need to because i haven't even taken care of myself yeah it's yeah. like you also your number one client and like you're not uh, treating yeah, me, yourself i'm the number yeah. one client and you always need so, to be the number one client. yeah so yeah. it's i just think that 
we have more like influence than maybe we realize we have so much so coming from someone who was on the other side for a really long time you know so i just think it's like really important the way that we talk about ourselves talk about humanity talk about anything in general Mm. i love that yeah i think yeah beware how you're talking about weight and food and i would Mm -hmm. even say like acne and breakouts i exactly love that there's been this you know i feel lucky enough that i haven't struggled too much Mm -hmm. with my skin as an adult besides just aging Haley struggled definitely her whole life but i've seen this trend of estheticians who are being more transparent about their skin right i I think we've had this perception like well if you're a good esthetician you're gonna have flawless skin it's like yeah no it's it's not true Uh -uh. and then yeah i could go on a million tangents with all the filters and Mm -hmm. all the things on instagram and that's Mm -hmm. a whole other toxic yeah so so yeah i just i just think those are my main tips and i talked to a lot of people who up until now have been very hesitant or afraid Mm -hmm. or like just untrusting Mm. of this industry and i I get why yeah and it doesn't have to be that way so it's like it's and we have the power to change that we do. So, I mean, and that's why you're here yeah. today. And that's so, why I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. So thank, thank you. you so much for being Absolutely. so transparent and mm-hmm. open yeah. about this. I think a lot of people are scared to talk about these things, but you've made it so, like, I don't know, comfortable. Accessible. accessible. Yeah. Like, you've made it accessible instead of, like, a scary thing. It's like everyone yeah. not just is able to do that but they should should. yeah absolutely and if anybody wants to dm me or email me and ask me questions i'm more than willing to talk to them about it like it's like bring things to me if you're afraid how to bring something up Mm. to your client ask me and i can Mm. help you you know i have no problem with that oh good okay so where can they find you yeah tell us where we can find you so you can find me my instagram name is the lesstetician um yeah thank you (laughs) (laughs) and i just started my solo business pansy aesthetics which is really cool and that's my name on instagram and my email address is the lesstetician at gmail.com amazing yeah do you have a website up yet it's in the works, but okay. it will be pansyesthetics.com. Nice. But it's literally being built as we speak. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah. So congratulations <laughs> thank to you, you so for much. opening your business. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'm I'm so happy. And I just had a lot of unfortunate events in the community, mm-hmm. in the aesthetics community. And I was like, damn it, I'm yeah. tired of it. And yeah. I'm just going to open my own business. And go from there and so yeah well uh, we support that thank you congratulations thank you i relate to that because i did the same thing yeah and i think if we can just make our own happy supportive Mm -hmm. community over here and stop wasting our energy on all of the negative things right let's focus absolutely positive (laughs) things that we can do and move forward yes amazing thank you again thank you thank you this was amazing i want to do it again you're welcome back (laughs) anytime yeah yeah you come back for some esthetician talk that's really nice new thing it's Mm -hmm. just like i just want our friends to come on here and we can just talk esthetician stuff yes i would love to yeah Yeah. we'll do it yay okay guys there you have it leola davis on all things 
Just on all things. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Just period. <laughs> all things, period. <laughs> Let us know what you think about this episode on Instagram. Comment on our latest post. Let us know. Let us know what you want to hear next. We mm-hmm. love Leola. We'd love to have her back on if you guys would be interested in either covering more on these subjects or maybe we do something else. Just a little chitty chat is fine or too. A little chitty chat. Yeah. Make sure if you haven't, write us a review on iTunes, mm-hmm. screenshot it, and email it to us at magazine at glowskincarelate.com. And the Kim turn is feeling good. So she's going to send you out some stickers. If she's you on write us fire. Yeah. The Kim turn's on fire. She's ready to get back in the office, I think. She is. And then also make sure you're following us mm-hmm. on Instagram. On Instagram, you're going to follow Glow, of course, at Glow Skin Care LA. And you're going to follow us at skin.and the.city. All right, guys. We love you. We'll see you next week. Bye.